0: Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Gentry, and you're listening to The Fire in the Madhouse. she I don't really know yet. Like I have no idea what the fuck angle I'm going with with this thing, but and then you said you listen to podcasts and what is the topic of the podcast that you listen to? About dick oh yeah, relationships. And I was like about dick, like actual like physical dick. And she's like, yeah. And then she goes, <laughs> yeah. it's the they're the best <laughs> like podcast really ever. Are the best Is this something I need to be like tuning into to get like a I secret so. a secret to or is it gonna make me feel like super inadequate as no. a male? Oh, okay. Yeah. No,
1: there's one that I listen to that so it's two girls and then they play both parts. So they'll do like they'll come from like the girls' point of view and then they'll do the guy's point of view. So it's like super cool. How the fuck
0: do they know what the guy's point of view is? Or, or a chick. I don't know. Like, the I don't know. Fuck?
1: But it's cool. It's like, okay, that kinda like makes sense That's why they're
0: so fucking That makes stupid. no sense. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? That makes zero sense. You can't, that'd be like me being like, I'm going to role play being a girl right now. <laughs> and then like, it makes total sense. Oh my God. No, that that's what? You, I don't know. You can't. Like it.
1: it keeps me like, yeah, like I need to listen to this week's episode.
0: It might keep you ignorant if it's the wrong <laughs> fucking thing. Are you talking, I need to listen yeah, to this. I, I need to listen to this week's episode. Call so her daddy. There's, <laughs> call her daddy is the name of the fucking podcast. Oh it's
1: my god. Fucked and girls gotta eat. That's the three I to. You literally
0: listen to that I don't wanna don't you don't need to prove it to me. I believe you. I'm just
1: so the best part is like so I like listen to the podcast and then I don't know what these girls look like, right? Like they have their cover photo or, or whatever, but like the first times that I started listening to podcasts, I would just listen and then I was like, kiwi okay, I kinda like need to know what they look like. That's so why I looked look them up on Instagram and it's like the coolest because Okay, you can kind of
0: like put a face to like these girls, and you're like, that makes so much fucking sense. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, Guys, we fuck makes a lot of sense now. (laughs) Call me daddy makes a lot of sense now. (laughs) I I feel like I've missed the boat. I didn't know that this was going on. I have no idea what the fucking theme of my podcast is. That's that's the truth right now. I have no clue. I think that there is a lot of crossover right now. I think that I'm just, trying to, I'm just trying to document my journey and a lot of the mistakes that I've made and a lot of the, the thought processes that I'm going through right now. I think primarily because my job as a business owner, I have to wear a fuck ton of hats. Like I have to be a coach and I have to be a mentor and I have to be an educator. I also have to be a student a lot of the time. I'm a dad. So that makes things, I'm a new dad at that. So I'm fucking way out of my league with this shit. I'm a, I'm a husband and I want to be a good husband and I'm way out of my fucking league with this. This is the longest relationship I've ever like monogamous relationship I've ever had. We've been married for four years going on five. I've, this is fucking bananas so fast, so fast. fast. But here's the thing. All of this change in my life is like creating a fuck ton of like traumatic death. You know what I mean? Like, my old way of being is like fucking dead and gone. And I'm having to like really like focus on who I'm be trying to become and who I've always wanted to become. And it has been extremely exposing, extremely humbling, extremely confusing. I feel completely, this is like way above my paid grade, right? Like I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing, you know? And so I think that, you know in my day to day dialogue that i have with people primarily the majority of it is like how are you navigating your life at this point how are you like how are you running your businesses and how are you becoming a dad and how, how is it going being a husband and i'm like i don't fucking know and it freaks me the fuck out every single day i'm like confronted with some new shit you know like constantly and so i think that the the theme for my i think the theme for my podcast is just like fucking whatever goes at this point. Cause I really don't know. I think it's I just, it. I think I'm just like, I'm, I'm trying to be a human being. And that is, that is the, um, that is the dynamic that I'm trying to put out there is I'm just a fucking human being that has, you know, that wears a lot of hats and that's about it. That. We cannot really, yeah. Well, I, yeah. I mean, that's my hope is like, I'm, I'm trying to like root for like, you know, team humans. And this is, <laughs> this is my fucking journey and this is what's up. And my mind is crazy as just as anybody else's. Thank God I've had, you know, some training in, in the psychological realm and I, you know, I've done a lot of personal development and so hopefully I get to share some of my shit and that's the idea. Uh, you know, if it, if it leads into me fixing and changing the beauty industry and the, in the salon industry, fantastic. If, it, if it's me becoming the next, you know, fucking <laughs> Tony Robbins, I'll, you know, I'll, I'm not going to complain about that either. I just want to be the next, like, I'm not going to say anybody's name. Cause I would like to work with some of these people in the future, but I don't want to, I don't want, I just want to be some candy ass, you know, dude. That's like trying to bullshit people about yeah. like start this business. And yet I've never owned a business in my life or like, i'm a self-help guru rah 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 but yet i have a failing fucking relationship and i'm an alcoholic you know or i'm trying to fuck all my students you know which it's like that's and this shit happens in the world of of self-help and so um i think that this is self-help but i also think that like i'm in love with the beauty industry and i really want to give back to the beauty industry and i'm also just really in love with personal development and so i want to do my best to help like offer the tools that i've been through to like that's your theme personal development that's yeah. what it is yeah, so we'll, we'll say that yeah. we'll say that personal develop personal and professional development. That's my gig because that's what I've been doing yeah. for the past, I like you know, that. twenty. And I think that's when we all like really invest, you know, like we, that's what keeps yes.
1: us, like in tune and like like when we do our team meetings and shit, like we, don't, you know, like when yeah. we do our personal
0: development. Yeah, that's when we're all, like, yeah. Yeah, really I can be up there probably. talking to you guys about numbers all day long, and you guys really like benefit from that shit yeah. from time to time. But ultimately, the real thing that I'm passionate about is personal and professional development and what these things are are tied to, you know, and so. Uh, so that's that. You know, one of the topics that I wanted to talk about today um, was just we had yet another um, I wouldn't say a competitor, but we had another business come into the salon this morning. I heard. That was fucking stupid. <laughs> no, but I mean, look, I want to I want to address this and I'll say this obviously very publicly. Um, we've had reg like representatives from Regis salons that own like Supercuts and Carlton and all those Regis, um, we've had them come into our salon and literally pass out their cards and rec- try to recruit while people are doing hair in my salon. Super tactful um, and super tasteful approach, very professional, I think. And I'm saying that and completely sarcastically. Um, we've also had Ulta do the exact same thing. Ulta just came in here not that long ago, um, not physically, but they actually, you know. slid into my employee's DM, you know, and (laughs) they slide that shit in there and they're like, you know, we really love your work and, you know, we would love for you to come and work for us, which is they're literally, you know, less than a quarter of a mile away from our salon. Um, And then today we had what the blow dry bar came in now. So so these are major companies, right, that. Um, they're very successful at what they do. You know, I the irony is I actually have a lot of respect for for Regis. I have a lot of respect for Ulta, and I have a lot of respect for the blow dry bar. Um, I, uh, you know, and who knows how this works? Maybe it's like the regional managers. Or, you know, maybe it's a local representative. I don't really know. Did you see the <clears throat> this is my thing. Like, okay, if you I understand, need, like, he. Attempt to like get people to work for you, like you need to look the fuck up. I understand person. he looked like a homeless person. he looked creepy. Like, why?
1: Would <laughs>
0: But because, okay, so let, let's take a step back. We'll, 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 we'll address that too. But, you know, here's the, here's the thing. And this has been a, a topic of conversation. I think a lot of salon owners really freak the fuck out about it. I've written about it a couple of times. It's not just salon owners, it's business owners. It's literally like if you're in the retail space and you have a great customer service provider, if you are in, you know, the restaurant industry and you have a really hot bartender, like when I mean hot, I don't mean like physically hot, but I mean like they're on fire, like they're known your biggest fear is losing that person that is bringing in a crowd, right? Your biggest fear is losing your talent, really. And here's my my viewpoint on it, I'm gonna, I talk, if anybody knows how I talk, my wife is always like, dude, I listen to your podcast and a couple of your podcasts are very direct and to the point. Some of your podcasts sound like you're talking like you're walking a fucking bowl of spaghetti and you just need to get to the fucking <laughs> not point, not which, which which is the truth. And this is why I love my wife, right? Because she's very fucking direct and honest with me. So I'm, I'll talk in my roundabout way. I hope I'll stay on fucking track. Here's how I feel about it. If I have done my job as a business owner, I have zero fear of you guys getting recruited to our competitors
1: was like, no, we're happy here. Right. Thank you. And then he tried to
0: talk again. She's like, no, you're (laughs) gone. Yeah. And we're done with you. Right. And that's how it is when people email my employees. That's how it's been when people have come in and like just quietly put, you know, put their cards out. I have zero fear of, of that because here's what I always tell people when I, um, when I hire, I make no qualms about sitting there saying, you can make more money if you work somewhere else. What I am trying to develop is I'm trying to develop a team and a culture and a brand that will take us all way further in our career paths than me working for uh, myself or than me working for as an employee someplace else. This is just this is just my way of doing things, right? So I personally believe that from the very beginning, I am setting the stage for how I want my culture run. I let people know from the very beginning, I'm going to pay you less money than you could be making next door or across the street or over with Ulta or with Regis or wherever the fuck it is. But I can assure you that you will never have the kind of support group and the kind of team and the kind of family that we are providing for you within this business. Right. And I am, I am a hundred percent convinced that I don't give a shit who or what business comes moving in right next door to me that, I will always, always, always retain my my true talent mm-hmm. every once in a while. I get some somebody that's like, oh, "I'll do better booth renting or I'll do better renting a suite." That's great. Ironically enough, they've always tried to they've always tried to come back. Mm-hmm. Even our general manager, the person that's in charge of both of my locations right now, she went off to go and become a booth renter someplace else thinking that the grass was gonna be greener. Quickly realizing a year later, she's like, nope, not for me. I wanna come back and work for a true team again. And so the way that I set up my business is is truly a team-based business. It's truly a team structure. I do my best to always be extremely transparent with how I pay, when I pay, the benefits that come with things, and so on and so forth, but ultimately, the job and and the culture is what drives the loyal, diehard service providers to stay within my team. Because that is something that they will never be able to replicate, ever. I'm not concerned about Ulta taking my talent because my talent, first off, they're not mine. We belong to each other, we're supporting each other. And the true draw is that I actually care about them, my team, on an individual basis. I care about your son, not just about you. I care about your mom and your brothers, like I care about your, your, your future husband, like I'm focused on that. So when I'm talking and working with you, I am keeping these people in mind. And the reality of the situation is, is that most corporate structures, they don't do that. I'm not saying that all of them. I'm saying most of them. I mean, look, I have friends of mine that that own franchises of really large companies, and they absolutely care about their um, about their employees and their employees' children and all that kind of stuff. But here's the thing: you'll also see that they'll never have to worry about retaining their their service providers either. Like their service providers are, are loyal and they're diehard. And so, I'm not. I don't care about these things. I think that. Y- I think that a a business owner should fucking freak out if a their business is based upon independent or individual like rock stars. Like if you have that one or two, you know, service provider or bartender or whatever it is that you're trying to hold on to and they're the ones that drive your business, you should freak the fuck out. You should absolutely be concerned about the stability of your business. It that's number one. Number two, is if you have a weak culture or a culture that is actually a little bit more toxic or um, you have a lot of cattiness or there's not a whole lot of teamwork, you should be concerned. You should absolutely be concerned. If you, three, if you have a, a, a culture that is not looking at the bigger picture where people are actually getting to be a part of something bigger than just the salon or just the bar or just the restaurant or just the law firm or whatever it is, If you are not doing things that there's actually a community built up around it, you should be concerned. I mean, there's a list of other things, but quite frankly, like those are the top three that I could think of right now that like you should be shitting your pants. If you don't have a strong culture and your team isn't loyal to the culture, if your clients are not loyal to your brand and loyal to your culture, you got a problem. But if you've done your job properly as a true business owner, You already know what your culture is and you're going to fight for it and you're going to protect it. If you know that you need to be giving everybody the opportunity to be badass at what they do, you don't need to worry so much about having the one or two people that are driving your business. And if you're developing things that are giving back to the community and you're inviting the community into your business, you don't need to sweat it because these are the things that Ulta will never be able to do, that Regis will never be able to do because they're too driven by number. Here's the way that I look at it. We're driven by numbers here. But those numbers that are being driven are being driven by people. So where is my real focus? My real focus is on my people because they are the driver of the numbers. So for me, when I'm sitting there and I'm looking at like a fucking, you know, a benchmark report or whatever, and I'm like, you know, your productivity rate needs to be blah, 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 blah. Really, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to personalize that number for you as my service provider, as my teammate, as somebody that you might not understand that that number actually reflects and drives things in your personal life. So you've had these conversations with me before where we are really diving deep into your personal life and trying and showing you how those numbers actually impact your personal life. How do you pay for a mortgage and how do you put your son into a private school or for daycare or whatever the situation may be. These are numbers that we have to drive because you're living a real life that those numbers can actually impact for better or for worse. So if you're fucking lazy at work, I know that you're going to be stressing out at home trying to take care of your son. So I have to put my foot up your ass from time to time and talk to about, talk about your son, not about the fucking numbers. Right? So if my advice to any salon owner or business owner, where you're afraid that you're comp, you have competition, it's like, dude, here's the, and I, before I close this out, here's the fucking thing about this. If let's just say that blow dry bar dude came in here today and he's like, he looks like a homeless person. He's like, Hey, we're what? hiring and we got this really cool spot downtown. You guys, we pay you 20 bucks an hour, whatever it is. Right. And you guys are like, Ooh, that's great. If any, if because this is what Ulta did, this is what Regis did. If they were to come in, and that was their fucking sales pitch, was that about a dollar amount, and that was like the thing that you're like, yay, let's go, we're all going over to Ulta, we're all going over to Regis, we're all going to go over to Blow Dry Bar. That is a huge fucking blessing for me, as a business owner, because now I know these fucking numbnuts that are excited about this opportunity are not a part of my fucking team. I now don't right or a part of our culture. I now don't have to worry about paying for unemployment because they just fucking quit. I don't have to worry about convincing them about like, Oh, please stay with me. And I promise things will be, bad. I don't have to worry about any of that shit. And here's the fucking icing on the cake. Here's the icing on the cake is the moment that people choose to decide to go work for someplace else or do something else, or they put down this salon to go work for another salon or this business to go work for another business. My team, my true team that stay put, they rally together even more and they defend the culture even more and they defend the business even more. And here's the kicker, they actually become more productive. And a perfect example of this is when I came back to to Hawaii back at the end of 2017, we had 40 something employees, whatever it was, 39, 42, whatever it was, employees. You remember how this went. I whittled it down to 12 service providers, 12, 12 service providers to run two different fucking businesses. There There was no one here and here. It was fantastic. But here's what's fucking crazy about this. We barely, barely lost any money. You guys became more efficient, more productive, way calmer the energy in here shifted in, in, incredibly because because what ended up happening is i got rid of all the fat i got rid of all the fucking people that were causing issues i got rid of all the people that were draining the cultural energy they all went off oh i've got my life better over here and i'm gonna go work for this person over here and it's a way better situation and fuck the salon and we all systematically watched these people fucking bounce or i fired them And we watched them go off because they had better options and we saw they did not have better options. Still still don't a year and a half later, they still don't have better fucking options. So what ended up happening is that the people that were here really rallied together, really held on tight to each other. Like fuck is going on. Change is happening. Fucking growth is happening. And it was like, Whoa, and it was scary. And trust me, I was, I was a little fucking panicked. You know, cash flow was a little fucking tight, but We barely, barely fucking felt any of the the loss of the the financial gain or the financial revenue that we were actually producing. I mean, I would say less than 5%. That's minimal Mm -hmm. to lose almost 30 employees. I mean, (laughs) fuck. And here, I mean, and listen, I mean, this is for another show and another podcast another time because if i'm being really honest i don't even fully understand it but we barely lost any revenue we had an extremely profitable year cash flow was tight because we were getting caught up on debts right that's what it was because the years leading up to that where the culture was weak and the culture was you know super fucking needy we were overpaying people all that kind of shit like we generated debt so it's it was confusing for me because I'm like, fuck, I'm not feeling the cash flow, but there's this extremely you know, we were extremely profitable last year, um, and we barely moved we barely lost any revenue. But because we were getting caught up on debts and shit, you know, whatever. But that's a whole nother fucking topic of conversation. Point being though, is that the team rallied. The team came together. You guys work together more as a family and a team now than ever before. There's hardly any kind of fucking cattiness, any kind of like fucking inner circle gossip, no clickiness. There's no fucking debate about who's doing what for who and whose client is who and all that fucking noise that we deal with. Right. All that shit's gone because you guys came together as a true fucking team. And that to me is the sign of a fucking awesome situation an awesome business an awesome team. You guys are, I'm not even having to lead this place anymore. You guys are leading it, which is um, incredible. Um, And it's basically self-managed and it's incredible to watch. Every once in a while, I got to interject myself and every once in a while, I got to fucking scream at you. But ultimately, you guys are fucking kicking ass and taking names all on your own. So what I was going to say earlier, in closing, for any business owners that are out there, here's my viewpoint. Do your fucking job of truly owning your business. Owning your business does not mean that you have a fucking title or you put your name on a piece of paper. You started an LLC or you filed with the state and all of a sudden you're a business owner. That's not what it means. Owning your business means truly taking ownership of it. And when you take ownership of your business, you have to identify that you're taking ownership of a culture. Culture is how the business runs. The, 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 the business itself, is what you're selling. The culture is how you're selling it. So if you're trying to be an owner, you need to own the culture first because how you sell your product, whatever it may be, is going to be the feeling and the energy that the customer gets from your product. What I am selling is I am selling culture there's a lot of places you can get your fucking haircut. There's a lot of places you can buy shampoo. Yeah. I'm not selling you guys on a career path or a fucking, you know, like, like I'm not trying to, I'm not selling you on like more money. What I'm selling you is a culture that you want to be a part of. So that's how I recruit my team and that's how I recruit my clients. It's the same, same. There is no difference. And that's how I know I'm on the right fucking track because I'm being honest across all levels. With every single person, I'm being the same fucking way. My team is buying into a culture, my client is buying into a culture because I, my soul, want to serve a culture. We're all on the same page, we're all fucking winning. That's why I know that some dipshit comes in here and be like, oh, we pay a lot of extra money, we pay more money than here, or we have, you know, you can transfer within the business and blah, blah, blah. That's great. But you're not, you're, you came to the wrong fucking place. <laughs> the wrong place. You came to the wrong fucking place. Just on the wrong morning. On, on the, wrong the wrong morning. morning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Asking the wrong fucking questions and trying to sell the wrong fucking thing. You know what I mean? It's, it, you know, it, it's, it's just, it's just a dumb it was, it's just a dumb way to approach things. You should know who you're going in and cold calling. You should know and, and know who you're walking into before you even like, it was just dumb. It was a dumb fucking move and that stuff makes me laugh. And, and here's what makes me laugh about it is, is that I know that I did my fucking job as a business owner, as a cultural owner. And my encouragement to any business owner out there is own your fucking culture, own your goddamn business And you don't have to worry about the competition. You don't have to worry about, well, they can buy my products online. Who gives a fuck? Really? Who gives a shit? Oh, there's a salon that just opened up down the street from me. Oh, they're recruiting my employees. They're recruiting your employees because they have better options than what you're giving them. It's the same way. Listen, and this is going to, man, this is going to piss off some people. It's the same way in any relationship. Right? Like Chris, I think it was Chris Rock had this fucking the stand-up comedy special where he said something that was kind of like, oh, it was like, ooh. He said men are only as loyal as their options. <laughs> now, this is not just a, a male female thing. Right? But here's what I've noticed as time has gone on. Clients, service providers, employees, businesses in general, we're only as loyal as our options. So if you're in a relationship with somebody and there's a better option for them, you should be concerned. But if you're in a relationship where you are giving your fucking best and you are just putting it all out there and you are working your ass off every fucking day to keep your relationship healthy and strong, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be afraid of anything. You're only afraid because you know you're holding back. If somebody's like, I think, I think my husband's cheating on me. It's like, then you better figure out how to fucking, what you? We talked about dick at the beginning of, you better fucking learn how to work that dick to where he doesn't want to. Um, fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm, I'm afraid that, uh, well then, cause you know, deep down inside, like just yesterday, I, one of my, my wife and I actually joked about this. Yesterday, one of my employees was like, Oh, I thought you were coming here to fire me. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. Kind of like as a joke. And I was like, come into my office.
1: Oh shit.
0: And I was like, I am here to fire you. This is what's up. And that's how the conversation went. They knew that they were holding back from me. And so they hold this little sarcastic, jokey, joke, joke, fucking thing. Like, oh, I thought you are coming here to fire me. Because you know that I have reason to fucking fire you. I do not worry about you guys going to work for somebody else because guess what? If you find a better option, I give you my blessing. It might hurt, I might be scared, it might hurt my feelings, I might feel like a fucking failure, but I give you my blessing because if your options are better, if I did not do my fucking part to be a true boss, to be a true mentor, to be a true leader, then you know what, you deserve somebody better. If I did not do my part to develop a culture where you are so madly in love with the culture, you deserve to be someplace else. And it's the same way that I would feel about my wife. If I neglected my wife so fucking much that she felt like she needed to go find dick somewhere else or a more emotionally supportive relationship somewhere else, I fucked up. I fucked up. Now, listen, that does not mean that, oh, well, you should just go, well, my... Whatever it is, I'm just gonna go fuck whoever I want. I'm gonna go work wherever I want. I'm gonna be an asshole. That's not what I'm saying. Because on the flip side of this, it's also, she has a responsibility to me to communicate to me, I need more X. I need more Y. I need more Z. Whatever the fuck it is, she has a responsibility because we made an agreement. We made an agreement to meet each other's expectations. Right? So that doesn't mean, but that does mean that if, she, if my wife comes to me and says, hey, baby, I need you to help me with X, Y, and Z, and she keeps telling me this over and over and over again, and I keep neglecting that, what the fuck do I expect to happen? And it's the same way with my teammates. If my teammates keep coming to me going, Gentry, this employee is just fucking killing us over and over and over and over again, then I'm the fucking asshole for not getting rid of that employee. Or Gentry, you know, we're constantly fighting with each other, da-da-da-da-da-da, and I just do fucking nothing about it, then I'm the asshole. I deserve to lose my team because I didn't earn their fucking trust. And not only did I earn their trust, I didn't keep their trust. Trust is constantly in a state of being earned. And if I've just fucking dropped the ball, then I'm a fucking asshole. So I welcome, you know what I did? I'll tell you the truth, what I did with the Regis dude, I actually emailed him. Put it on social media. Still, I think it's still up there. I said, look, if you want to recruit for my team, at least give me the fucking decency of asking me, and I'll set up a, a staff meeting where you can actually come in and do a whole presentation for them. The, my entire team. I did. I said, you're welcome to come into my salon. You can have one of my staff meetings. It's on the 1st and the 15th. We're all here from company-wide. You can sit down, and you can do a full-on hour presentation about why your salon is better than mine. Please let me know if you want to do this. Have a nice day. Never heard back from them, obviously. (laughs) Right? And I called and I called and I called to actually set it up. But they just refused to fucking return my phone calls. But that's how I hold my business. Because I know that I have given my soul to my team and to my business and to my family. And so I live with zero fucking fear. Zero fear. If my wife decided to cheat on me, shame on her. If you guys decided to go work someplace else because it was a better option for you, then you know what? If I truly meant what I meant by trying to protect your fucking, your son or your brothers or your mother, then I should be giving you my blessing and hugging you and telling you, I love you. And I wish you the best of luck. If I truly, if I truly mean what I'm saying, which if you've noticed, I do that with everybody that fucking says that they have a better situation someplace else. I shake their hand. I give them a hug and I say, I love you. Best of luck. I don't try to convince them to stay put or all that shit's out the fucking window. You want to, you want to go become a doula, go fucking become a doula. I'm not going to hold you back, but be smart. Yeah. Use it. And that's, and that's what the thing is. So in closing, I'll get off this fucking rant. If you have a business where you feel like you're vulnerable to losing your service providers, if you have a business where you feel like you're vulnerable of losing your clients, own your business. Stop being a fucking poontain and actually own your fucking business. Stop blaming your competition. Stop blaming the internet. Stop blaming your fucking teammates. Stop blaming that manager that isn't quite getting it. Stop blaming the fucking rules and regulations of the department of labor or who the fucking president is. Stop being a little bitch and own your shit. Own your story, own your business, own your future and own your fucking life and stop being a namby pamby. That fuck is all I have to say. Hey guys, thank you again so much for listening. I really hope you got some value from today's uh, podcast. If you could, please do your best to share this with a couple of friends of yours, post it on social media, just get the word out there. I would really, really appreciate it. Also, if you could follow me on Instagram, follow me on Facebook, head up my website, gentrypetzel.com, send me an email, give me some feedback. Let me know what the fuck I need to address. Let me know other questions that you guys have, any feedback, any comments, concerns. I'd love to hear from you guys. And again, thank you so much for tuning in. I'll talk to you soon.